Good day, everyone. This is Joe Christian with the Rootworks Podcast, bringing you around the world in five. Okay, here we go. Los Angeles, California, Desperate Times meets Progressive Peddlers. The Los Angeles Times announced it would be laying off at least 115 people, more than 20% of its newsroom, and one of the largest workforce reductions in the history of the nearly 150-year press. The Times cited a string of years with heavy losses as the culprit, and billionaire owner Dr. Patrick Soon Chong doubled down on that position by saying drastic changes were needed, including installing new leaders who would focus on strengthening the outlet's journalism to become indispensable to more readers. And now for the subtext. On the 18th of January, The Hollywood Reporter had perhaps a more nuanced take on the hard labor slash at the Times, and it appears, at least on the face, that the target readership for the new LA Times will be a horse of a different color. Just five days before The Times released its intended layoff numbers, THR printed an article entitled, LA Times Billionaire Owner and His Daughter Ignite Tug of War Over Paper's Future, and reports that though the resignation of The Times executive editor Kevin Morita on January 9th may have come by way of mutual agreement, There was also plenty of mutual distrust and maybe even some mutual disdain. So what was the clash and why do you care? Great questions. Reportedly, Soon Chong's 30-year-old daughter, Nika, likes to nix journalists who don't agree with her politics. The article goes on to say, quote, The most recent clash involved the paper's coverage of the war in the Middle East. According to insiders, a group of senior editors approached Marita to express outrage that more than three dozen Times reporters had signed a November 9th statement severely critical of Israel's invasion of Gaza, but barely mentioning the October 7th terrorist attack. Marita, in response, restricted every reporter who signed the petition from reporting on the conflict for 90 days. That decision did not go over well with Soon Chong or his daughter, who's made her pro-Palestinian views known on her Twitter feed where she posted instructions to journalists to refer to Israel as an apartheid state and has frequently liked Kud's News Network, a news agency often accused of being affiliated with Hamas, unquote. Nika Soon Chong is the same individual who attacked Times journalists during the BLM riots for using the term looting in headlines and claimed publicly that by reporting on the series of smash and grab robberies of large department stores in the area, the paper was, quote, doing the bidding of the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. This report has all the earmarks of the formation of a Bolshevikian press. I don't even know if that's a word. Maybe it should be. How about this? Less fact, more propaganda appears to be the marching orders of the day for the LA Times. So do us a favor. When and if you read the Times moving forward, maybe treat it a little less like The Economist and a little more like The Inquirer. A little less fact, a little more faction. And with that in mind, you should be good. Moving on. Brussels, Belgium. De-risk. De-China. De-plane. The leaders of the EU are pressing, if you can call it that, to eliminate scientific collaboration with the Chinese military. This following a 2022 report that found nearly 3,000, that's a three with three zeros after it, 3,000 scientific collaborations of EU universities with the Chinese military have occurred since the year 2000. See, this is what happens when people put monetary gain ahead of national loyalty. Unfortunately, you can hardly blame people these days as there's no national loyalty to its people. And so snakes eat their babies. The European Commission, headed by President Ursula von der Leyen, which should be the name of an extremely formidable villain in the next Austin Powell movie, Disney's also warned us about people named Ursula. This is nothing new. 
Uh, at any rate, the, the commission announced plans to de-risk ties with China last March, but was met with curious opposition as some member states expressed skepticism and reluctance to hand the controls of its international financial investment rights and dealings over to an international commission. I can't imagine why these countries wouldn't want an international committee telling them where they can and can't put their investment capital, or who and what they can partner with. Stingy, mistrustful capitalists, I say. Stingy. South China Morning Post article addressing this issue went on to say that while China has not been named in the discussion on export controls, Brussels sources privately admit they want to stop European technologies such as quantum computing and artificial intelligence from strengthening the People's Liberation Army. Gosh, you'd think we could all just agree that China steals stuff, and we should probably stop making it easy for them as it's counterproductive to our future survival. But of course, Government oversight committees always make things so much more efficient and effective. Why wouldn't you have one? Well, that's it for today. This is Joe Christian with the RootWorks Podcast. You've been listening to Around the World in Five. Don't go to sleep. Watch. Watchmen. Watch. Talk to you later.